like I'm, as you two as my witness, if yeah. I say right so after anything, say mm. you've fucking said it again because I'm trying to stop saying it because every time when I'm editing it, it goes right so. Welcome to the Midlife Punk Podcast episode 6. Um, I hope you're all keeping well and having a good week uh, and anticipating that exciting second wave of coronavirus that uh, looks like it's inevitably winging its way to us. But not to be put off, we've got an interview with some young lads from Leeds called Scum today. It's a short one, but I'm sure you'll agree with me afterwards that Hardcore is in safe hands with these lads. But the first thing I'm going to do today is play a song by the Isotopes called Indian Summer. Um, They are a Canadian baseball-themed pop-punk band, and the song's been stuck in my head all week. So um, we'll listen to that first. Summer, let's hope for an Indian summer. Let's hope for an Indian summer. Cause we don't wanna go back home. Let's hope for an Indian summer. Let's hope for an Indian summer. Cause we don't wanna go back home. Let's hope for an Indian summer. Let's hope for
That was the isotopes with Indian Summer, as I said, uh, purely a cathartic exercise for me to get it out of my head after it's been stuck there all week. And I also thought that you uh, you guys and gals might, might enjoy it as well. So um, it's a bit of a new music special uh, this week. Um, Luis has been in touch all the way from New Jersey. So hello, Luis. Uh, he sent me um, the link to his new band's album. His band is called Hassle. Uh, and the album's called Unsweet. Uh, it took me a couple of weeks to get round to listening to it, but I'm bloody glad I did. Uh, to, to, to be honest, it's the best new album I think I've heard um, for, for quite some time. But that's my opinion, and I would urge you uh, to listen to it and challenge me on it. So find Hassle uh, on Spotify, Amazon Music, and all that. Don't be confused with the uh, UK reggae band called Hassle. Um, it's the the new album Unsweet has got a picture of a dog looking out of a door on it. Um, and I like it so much. I'm going to give him two songs on this podcast. I'll play uh, first of all the the single from that album called Wax Figures, um, and then uh, we will go into This Machine Will Kill by Scum, who are being interviewed uh, today. Um, and then way after the interview, right at the end of the podcast, we'll listen to Hassel's second contribution, which I think is actually uh, the superior song of the two, uh, which is why I've decided to play it. So um, enjoy Hassel with Wax Figures. Enjoy Scum with This Machine Will Kill. Then we'll have a chat to Scum.
it's a midlife punk podcast, but with people who aren't old. So, you know, we're going to have a, a bit of an insight into what's actually going on instead of people just talking about the old days, which is what we usually have. I've got Scum from Leeds with me. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. I've got two of them. I've got Ben, who plays the drums, and Ezra, who is a bass player and the vocalist, yeah? Yeah, I'm the vocalist. And unfortunately, Spike is in the middle of nowhere in with no Wi-Fi, so he will not be able to attend. Yeah, I've got to go camping next week, so I can relate to that. Um, so we know we've discussed already briefly what you do in the band. Um, how did the band get together places years times oh well basically uh me ben and spike have been friends since year seven and then there was like in year nine i think it was at the start of year nine so when we were 14 we got asked to do a battle of the bands that we had to compete in as part of like being in a music being a music student so we decided to form a band and it was just me and ben at the start and it was terrible and so then we got spike <laughs> it was we made really boring funk music yeah it was absolutely terrible and then we got so then we got spike in and then we said to him we were going to um and then we didn't know what to do we had no idea what sort of music we we're going to make and then we i remember um i think i was at ben's house and we wrote our first song which was about how much we hate school <laughs> which we then performed at the school or oh, edgy I know, I know bands that um, still write songs about how much they hate school now. So, yeah, it's, don't, it's, don't sweat it. We're gonna we're gonna be milking that one for a while, we reckon. <laughs> right. So, that battle of the bands. Then, um, from what I've seen on the old social medias, it went all right. Or you ended a different one, didn't you? Because you ended up playing at the academy in Leeds. Yeah, that was for um, the Charit Martin House. For charity, this is like the centre stage competition, mm-hmm. and like loads of bands, and then we entered it, and you have to raise, and like part of it was like you have to raise loads of money. So we, we raised like thousand pounds, yeah, like somewhere around a thousand pounds we raised for Martin House. I was like the second thing we did as well. We just we'd like we'd played our school battle of the bands, and then we had to start doing gigs to raise money for this. We just sort of signed up for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we played our first gig outside of school was Iger Studios, and that was a like um, fundraiser, a fundraiser, yeah. just a pay as you want fundraiser for it. Um, and then yeah, we ended up playing, we ended up playing Leeds or two, and then we played the, we played the Belgrave, which was the first heat. Yeah, the, the Belgrave was the first heats, and then we got through. Yeah, we did. Played Leeds or two, and then we won that and got to go to Reading and Leeds. Yeah, we played Leeds first. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> slip of the mind. How how was that? Um, I used to go Leeds. I think I did. I do ten in a row. I did nine. Maybe had a year off. Um, but it, it definitely. I mean, obviously you're younger than me. There's lots of people are. Uh, but it's it, it definitely the tone of the festival changed a bit. I thought it was a lot of lads, lads, lads on stag yeah. do. Uh, it's still a great thing to play, obviously, and people go because they love music. But um, that's really good, and I can't believe I forgot that. So what I would have done when this is out in the real world is I would have already played This Machine Will Kill. Okay. Um, and then what we'll do is uh, in a minute we'll play I'm Not Happy. So they're from the same EP. Yeah, they're from the first EP. We're on the EP. Where, yeah. where, did, you, where did you record that 
Uh, did you have the songs ready to go? Yeah, all the songs that were on it were, were ones that we'd already yeah. done. Except I think Dislocate was relatively new yeah, and at the, the time. This Machine Will Kill, that one we, we finished writing like the day before or something. Actually, yeah, yeah, those two were pretty new. Because we did, we did it, we recorded it in two separate occasions. We recorded half of it at one point, and then like like a few months later, we did the second half, which was um, which was interesting. Yeah, and so basically, the reason we got to do that was because part of it, part of winning centre stage, was we got a chance to record a single. So like, yeah. but then for whatever reason, we ended up recording with Mike Heaton out of Embrace. So we got a chance to do it. So the first recording session we did with him was part of that, and we recorded it. And we loved the way they sounded, so we thought, let's just do an EP, because we have these songs, and we might as well do it. Yeah. And he is really, really good. Yeah, he's, he's very, amazing. he's hands-off. He just sort of lets you get on with it, and then just makes it all sound brilliant. Yeah, and he's really nice to be around. It's like all in, um, it's all in like his house, and it's like all, like it's all on site, and we do everything there. And he's just like really nice, and he's really like welcoming. And then we recorded like a few other young bands in Leeds as well. And he should really, yeah, it was a really good experience recording. Good, because I've been in bands. Uh, if you've listened to the other podcasts, you'll hear me remembering stuff. But I, I'm not a fan of recording. I can't get on with it. I find it very boring. And yeah. then, you, then you have to be shit up for yeah. Yeah, an yeah. hour. And then you go back to being bored for a bit. So I'm glad you've got off on the right foot with recording. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of places, if they have a young band in, it's their first time, they won't give it 100%. The producers won't because they think, oh, you're just happy to be here. Yeah, absolutely. They're just like, they're like, I can only imagine the amount of young bands who get absolutely mugged off and just get scammed. But we're, we've, we, like, we were all really nervous because obviously there's a lot of stigma around recording sometimes with being really boring or really tedious. But we got there and we were doing like entire songs in like a few hours, just tracking everything first or second try and getting it all mixed and stuff like that. It was really fun. It was really good. And our newest single as well, me and Ezra recorded um, the drums at my house and we didn't we didn't go to a studio. It was all home recorded, but then we sent it to Mike. Yeah. To Master. That well, was- we're going to have that one at the end uh, because, yeah, um, it's the newest one. So in a minute we'll do I'm Not Happy uh, mm-hmm. then we'll then we'll come back and have another another chat
obviously gigs and stuff aren't going on at the minute and fuck knows when they will uh, i've been asking all every band that i've interviewed what has coronavirus ruined for you well we had um I, ours was timed superbly we went into lockdown in march our ep came out late february and we had loads of gigs planned like we we doing hyde park again we were doing. We're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be coming back to centre stage as the winners, doing Belgrave and the Academy again, and then trying to do loads of stuff like that. And then we, everything just got. Yeah, <laughs> we've done nothing for months. Well, that's no good. Are you starting to plan things for as and when you can yeah. again? We started practicing again now and rehearsing and making new songs. We got the obviously the new single came out and we're trying to like. When we obviously when we know more about when gigs are coming back, we're going to try and really start speaking to about promoters and stuff like that about sorting more gigs out. What's the scene like in Leeds, Bradford at the minute? It's pretty good um, with with punk and stuff because uh, I mean we've played with we've played with another band called Distort, yeah. who have been going um, for longer than us. They're really, really good. They're heavier than us. We played with them once. Um, Want to play with them again? They're really, really good. They, they, they bring a really good, engaging crowd as well. And then um, we've played a couple of times with another band called Growth Spurt. Yeah. Um, and there's there's Electric Press as well. Yeah. Um, there's quite there's there's quite a few bands popping up in Leeds now, um, um, which is really cool. Because at first I, I thought we'd just be playing yeah, just bands yeah. that were nothing like us, and I didn't really know if people were gonna. No, but that, that's that's encouraging. I think the last tour I did before I retired, we played a gig in Leeds, and it was at like a practice room thing. I can't remember what it was called. Yeah. Um, but it was it was heaving. I thought it was going to be a bag of shit. We couldn't find the fucking place. Um, I'll, I'll I'll have a look it up what it was called in a minute, and I'll let you know. But um. Yeah, I was encouraged by that. So if, if if you guys are picking up the right vibes as well, that's that's good. You've just been into the studio because we were trying to set a date to do this. We we went to um, Iger Studios to we start we got in there and started uh, writing and rehearsing and practicing and stuff again. Yeah, right back in there. I think we're working on like a new sort of I don't know just some new songs. Maybe another project or something like that. All right, but we don't know yet. You're not going to go for the full-length album yet? Nothing confirmed. Not yet. yet. Maybe in another EP, but yeah. I think an album might be a bit later. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. Some people rush into albums and it can be... Yeah, you get mistake. it. You get all excited and it flops and it's rubbish. Yeah, first album I was on, we did like 17 songs and it was fucking stupid. Right. <laughs> Right, um, let's talk about influences then, because I read the interview for the new single. Yeah, it said, you know, you're talking about bad brains, black flag, and all that. Is that just an example that people would have heard of that's influenced you, or or are they like key influences? Because you can hear it in the sound. Yeah, well, straight away with the um, with that song in particular. It was like, I remember when we wrote it, it really reminded me of, um, so I remember Ben's always been into like hardcore punk, but then I, he, with him, like last year, we both got really into like the whole 
New York hardcore scene and all that sort of stuff. And like, I think with our music, maybe not like, like I suppose more often with that song than not, but with other songs, like just punk in general. So like really hardcore bands, you can tell when we get, especially in like our live shows when we just get really fast and play ridiculously. But yeah, just all forms of music. We're not, we all love everything, especially Spike. We do have quite a broad spectrum. I think with Spike listens like to some, Spike, Spike has quite an eclectic mix now. Yeah, Spike, look, Spike, um, our guitarist, he's far more into post-punk than he actually is into punk music. Which right. I find really, we, we all, we all like it, but he like, he like got really into it and he's really, which is quite helpful because uh, we try to like merge it into doing something. We try to overlap the different parts. Yeah, because Spike brings in stuff from lighter genres, yeah. and then I, I'm into probably the heaviest stuff. Yeah, because I'm not just into punk. I like uh, you know metal death stuff. metal and things. And yeah. um, so I think it's good that we have sort of like a broad spectrum. Uh, but it, but the the ones that we listed um, for that article, I think, are the ones that best give a an impression of our sound. Um, and for me, Black Flag, especially, um, I'd agree with that. Uh, I could tell straight away. Like where, I've always grown up around punk because my dad um, has always played it. But I always sort of found the like classic punk bands. As much as I love them now, back then I didn't really, I don't know, I sort of, I found it a bit goofy, I guess, until I found Damaged by Black Flag, and that's what really, really got me into punk. Black Flag and, and Crass are my favourite punk bands. And that, that I, I was can't a... get on with Crass. I can't, <clears throat> I can't get on with them at all. But, you know, I know what you mean about some of the early punk bands. Um the Sex Pistols as well. I don't get this uh, hero worship of them. They're a fucking boy band at the end of the day. Yeah. I'll, probably get, I'll probably get shot now next time I go to a gig or something, but <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't care. Um, yeah, so, right, how are we doing for time? Um, dislocate, because, again, that's from the, uh, what is it? Possibly I'm probably not. Not yet. Yeah. Well, what, what's that song about? How's it all uh, Come this, together. This okay is about uh, last year, early last year. Um, our good friend Louis, we, me and Spike and all of our friends were together, and Louis dislocated his shoulder, and so he was in hospital. And I remember we we were at band practice, and I had this riff that I wrote on the guitar. Obviously, even though I'm a bassist, and we wrote it on guitar, and we thought we did we want we knew that we liked the riff, and we wanted to do something with it. But we didn't know what to write the lyrics about. So then I started like thinking about it. And it, I remember when I wrote it, it was when I'd just been to see Louis when he got out of hospital. And we decided to write it about all the like all of his favourite bands. Nice. Like the, so like all of the lyrics are about different bands that he likes. So we've got well, we've got Metronomy, The Oriels, Wolf Alice. Wolf Alice, and then Spike wrote a verse about blur using blur lyrics. So, yeah. But we just thought it were funny because all the music he listens to is nothing like us. But he comes, he comes to loads of our gigs, and he always goes, he goes nuts. He's the, he is the mosh pit at our gigs, even though he like he doesn't really listen to anything heavy. Yeah, so yeah. we just, we just that's we, weird. 
Because I was going to say, I've watched loads of videos like, on your Facebook page and stuff, and there is always a guy. Yes, yeah. Louis. Yeah, he's having support. He's absolutely amazing. <laughs> he's in he's in a band himself with Sol with a Logject Teeth, and they um and they're always been, we've always been really supportive of each other. But Louis in particular, he's at every gig. He's always there. And he's always in the middle. So we thought we'd do a little a little love song for our friend. Well, that's that sounds fucking fair enough. Um, and yeah, and if you do go on their Facebook page, uh, Scum Band, if you search that, um, you, you'll see the guy who we've now identified um, as, <laughs> as Louis. It looks like the same guy. And then you said that, and I was like, oh, it fucking probably is. It's definitely him. <laughs> right, so, so so we'll play Louis' song, uh, Dislocate, about his unfortunate shoulder incident, uh, and then we'll come back. You think you're the one? Stop it now. Nothing will stop Lou from playing Jumbo's fucking mental. <laughs> <laughs> so we're back. We've just heard Dislocate, the sad story about 
a lad's shoulder dislocation. But his buddies in Scum wrote a song about all his favourite bands. So that was good of them, weren't it? Right, again, the new single. Talk about that again. Um, in that one article I've read, uh, you referenced the PMA, Positive Mental Attitude, mantra of Bad Brains. And you mentioned Straight Edge. Um, are you Straight Edge? He's Straight Edge. I am Straight Edge, yeah. That's, that's, that's no, it's pretty rare these days. It's always been rare in the UK. Dwindling, because there's sort of a bit, there's a bit of stigma about it. Um, Because of the whole, like, Earth Crisis 90s, like, when people got, when Earth Crisis fans started to get, like, really militant about Straight Edge and were, like, you know, beating people up and stuff. I think since then it's had sort of a, the the word, the the phrase Straight Edge has had a bit of a negative um, connotation in people's minds. Whereas to me, uh, you know, I'd never want to impose it on anybody else. It's just a personal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think um, it is a good. It is a good thing. I don't have anything. I don't have any problem with people who aren't, because uh, a lot yeah. of people think straight edge people have like a superiority complex. <laughs> but it's it's nothing like. It's literally just a personal choice exactly. to make for any number of reasons. And I'm just a, a like a. I'm just a wimpy vegetarian. But with that, <laughs> with, that uh, with that song, um, so like Bad Brains, which we cited in it, is my favourite hardcore band. And I love them because they're like, obviously, like like a bunch of African-American people are heavily stigmatised in that time. Not only that, but they also all really loved reggae. And then they came together and their whole thing, and that's my favourite thing about hardcore, the whole thing is about being positive. And then when we when we said we were going to write a release a song that we wanted to record, we thought, well, it's you know everything seems to be very very rubbish and shitty at the moment. So we thought, why not do one about trying to be happy? And we thought, obviously, the sound of the song it doesn't sound happy. And we we like that because obviously, especially in times like this, you might as well try and be as happy as, as you possibly can, whereas you hate everything. <laughs> we wrote that song in about a day. Yeah, it's only forty seconds. Long. It's forty seconds long. Which I think was also a little bit of a um, a homage to like yeah. um, I've gotten him into grindcore, <laughs> so um, <laughs> uh, listening to a lot of grindcore and power violence at the time, we just thought we'd write like a forty-second song, so that were that were fun. Um, but with a a two-word positive message, <laughs> so yeah. Well, we need positivity. At the minute, and the 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 edge thing really interested me because when I was into punk, it was well, I am into obviously, but when I was young, it was uh, get as fucked up as much as possible, as quickly as possible, and and act like a bell end. I probably saw some pretty legendary gigs way back when that I can't remember. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> got, that's a, it's still a heavy theme, and as we said, like obviously, like like me and Spike, we are straight edge, and then. Obviously, we see things and we go to gigs, and also we're teenagers. We all have these experiences, but luckily we've got Ben to look after us. <laughs> I think that is also, I think, of um, for me personally, one of the reasons I am as well. That's sort of what um, made me go away from like classic punk and that that um, live fast, die young thing. I never really, I never really, I liked, and never really liked it. Um, and that's why that's why I like Straight Edge. That you could have really heavy punk that wasn't self-destructive and and stuff, and was actually you know because Straight Edge is just about a positive 
clear mind. Instead. Yeah, and I wish, you know, to be honest, I wish I'd given it more credence at the time because, um, like you say, it shows you can be aggressive and it, it, it's it's quite a brave thing to do, to get on a stage and play, you know, as anyone, but as a front man and be absolutely fucking stone cold sober. That's, that's a bold move. Um, but yeah, you know, we had one edger in my hometown um, and he was militant about it and he spent most gigs on his ass because he would just constantly be badgering people telling them to stop drinking so you knock him out and uh and that's i think the best thing about it is like that because there's so much stigma around it um everyone expects like you, when like i can imagine when ben tells people that he's like that or when we like we talk about it or we talk about being vegetarian or not being just not being a dick at a gig people just think that people assume like the you think of gigs especially teenage gigs it's just about doing everything you possibly can and it is I suppose you know in moderation but we just we want to instead of advocating being an idiot at gigs just having fun at gigs and not being an idiot well, people don't seem to like that it's mostly online when I get it but if I even mention the fact that I'm yeah. vegetarian or straight edge or both yeah they'll immediately just like ah, ah fuck you <laughs> I can do what I want I'm like okay yeah, you can yeah you but, can do what you want <laughs> so can I yeah, and no matter what people say, the heaviest man in the pit, unless it's Louis, is Ben. No matter what. <laughs> well, you can dodge elbows, can't you, if he's sober? I'm pretty much out of questions, lads, because you're a new band. But what what's what's the plan for the next year, coronavirus notwithstanding? So just getting out there, gigs. Yeah, we're in college now, so we have um, we have more. I suppose we've got we've got less to do, so we can we we just when. Like I think that, especially when we go back, we're just gonna, there's going to be a massive surge of everyone's going to be wanting to go to gigs and do yeah. gigs. Yeah, so I want to do as many as yeah, possible. We just got to be on it and just do it as much as possible. More gigs, bigger gigs. Uh, I want to put out a second EP. EP. Yeah, maybe a bit longer than the last one. Um, yeah, um, try and make some new merch because people keep asking because we sort of we sold out mostly yeah. of what we had. Um, yeah, I just want to. I want to um, start playing some slightly bigger venues and just because that's the thing that that I've noticed in lockdown, which we we started to feel before with like bands that we play with, that in Leeds especially, like there's a really good community. Like you you would expect it to like be a little bit like tense or competitive. There's a really healthy community, especially with younger bands where everyone wanting to help each other. And I feel like that will really come into play when we come back and everyone's just going to be want to play with each other and it will really build this community where everyone can just be playing all the time. Yeah, and I don't want to um, don't need to grass anyone up, but has there been any sort of secret in-lockdown underground punk gigs that you're aware of? No, well, we, we haven't... We, I think the first, time, the first time me, Ben and Spike have seen each other in like months was like last week. We, it's been completely like um, we've all been very celibate with it all. We've all been really strict with it because we, we, I think we all really want to go back. And the more times people end up messing up, the harder it is until we're able to go back and do what we want to do. But I think it is going to be good when we go back because we are starting. We are starting to see what could turn out to be like an actual punk scene uh, yeah. developing the Leeds yeah. Bradford, which is, is really cool. Yeah. It gets it gets on my tits when you see all these uh, rave kids having illegal raves, and I'm like, fuck! When is someone gonna put an illegal punk gig on? 
well, in the just... forest or whatever. Obviously not when it was all kicking off, but now as we edge back into it, um, nobody's done it. No one's even tried it. So, and I think that's I think that's a testament to the type of people we have in music. As much as there's a lot of you know bellends and idiots in music, that I think there is a strong amount of people who understand that what's happening now isn't like a thing. It's a burden, but it's not something you can ignore. It's not something you can excuse. And if we want to be able to start gigging and getting back to normal lives, we just have to, you just got to keep going and have a positive attitude. Yeah, and just fucking suck it up. Yeah. Right. Thank you for your time. Again, there's only two of you. It's been quite a short one. But what I usually do is I like to give um, whoever is on the podcast a little choice for the ending song. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thinking, do I get my bollocks sued off? And give and let you choose a bad brain song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or do we? Yeah, let's do that. Pick a bad brain song. Yeah. Right. We'll do Spike's favorite one. Seeing as he's in there. The Spike's favorite one is Sailing On, so we're going to do that because he can't make it to this. That's a good. Do you know if he'd prefer it off the um, the first self-titled one or off yeah. Rock for Light? No, no, <laughs> the first one. Yeah. Off the first one. Very authentic. Yeah, All right. So that's for Spike, who's off glamping somewhere. Uh, without his wi-fi um yeah so where can people find you your stuff before we go into the new single which is called uh, positive attitude so positive attitude then sailing on by bad brains uh where can people acquire on instagram we are scum.band scum.band we're on spotify which is just Just scum scum. uh, all streaming services were just called scum if you just give me a second so I can just find out it's very unfair and on Twitter we are Scumband UK that's where we are right. you're on the old FaceTube as well aren't you uh, that's how I got in touch oh, for us oldies YouTube as well we're yeah. Scumband Scumband UK on YouTube as well yeah um, look thanks for your time lads and uh, I'll, I'll get you back uh, when your first album comes out love to come back cool and hopefully Spike will be in civilization. So we're going to do Positive Attitude, Scum's newest, and then we'll do uh, Sailing On by Bad Brains for Spike. Look after yourselves, lads, and I'll I'll speak to you soon. See ya. Thank you for having us. See ya. Anytime.
As promised uh, at the start, I'm going to play another song from Hassel, New Jersey's finest new-ish punk band. Um, it's called That Red Light Is Burning My Brain. And as I said, in my opinion, it's the superior song on the album. So turn it up and do check them out. And also keep keep one eye on Scum as well um, on the social medias and check what they're up to post-lockdown. Because, uh, you know, the only way is up for those lads. And um, I thank them for, for their for their time. You know, me and Niall, if you've already listened to the first one, we're going to pick up the short music by Fat People Baton again um, on Friday and record the next load of uh, opinion pieces, discussions, as we dissect that entire album, which, which looking back was probably a pretty stupid decision because... You know, I'd die happy if I never heard that album again um, already. So, uh, but we will persevere and we will finish the project that I drunkenly suggested. So here's Hassle with That Red Light Is Burning My Brain and then we shall call it a day. If you are enjoying the podcast, please share it. Please uh, rate it on the old iTunes. You can find us on the Spotify's, um, all the podcast suppliers, providers, whatever you fucking call them. Um, but, you know, thanks for your time. I think I think we're up to... You know, we're pushing 800 total listens now, and, and it blows my mind that there are people who have used up 800 hours worth of time um, listening to this shit. So thank you. Um, next time, we've got Crim, uh, Catalonia's Finest. Uh, then we will hopefully have the second installment of Short Music by Fat People. Then we've got Swan Prince, and then um, we've got the Terror Surf. So, so... Uh, the first 10 episodes are, are all booked in and ready to go. So we hope you'll join us for all them. Get in touch on the Facebook page if you've got any comments either about the music, the bullshit that I said, uh, or bullshit that Niall said on the other episodes. Let's have a chat. Um, we really want you guys to be engaged and involved with this as much as possible. Take care of yourselves. All right.